isn't this common sense? But I guess that it's all not. I knew was that the green giant walked by, picked all the produce <laughs> up, and put it in a can. He just gives up with his little buddy sprout. <laughs> yeah, they just do their thing. You That's know? all I ever knew yeah. about, about farming. And now, <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> Coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California. This sounds great. You sound amazing. I always sound amazing. It's the world famous. Everybody sit off like BFS. Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? You know, thank you so much for listening. And I am Chris. And I'm Christine. And welcome to episode 119 of the Chris and Christine Show. Fantastic. 119 is like my favorite number. Oh, that's old, Chris. Like you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm actually 119 years old, to tell the truth. Well, do you know what it almost is? Uh, Christmas? Almost my birthday month. Birthday month for Christine. Have you already started planning my birthday extravaganza? Of course I have. I'm so glad because. Actually, no. Mental note. Uh, <laughs> Christine has a birthday coming up. Oh, you booger. I've already been planning my birthday for a long time. I have the majority of it planned, like 75%. Wait a second. You're not day. supposed to plan your birthday. Yes, because I am doing a branding photo shoot on my birthday. No way. Branding? For Christine Smith Designs. I'm getting my hair done, my makeup done. I hired a photographer. We're going to do. So many fancy photos. Maybe I'll get you dolled up and have you come take some professional photos what? with me. Maybe we'll do couples photos. Really? <gasps> I don't know. Maybe we could do some like romantical things. So for your business photos, are you going to have actual like flowers and all kinds of decorations that you made for I the think, shoot? Like, a, a couple. I think I'll do like a bouquet and then have some loose flowers that I look like I'm styling. And then I'll have like my planner or my laptop. So it's like me working. So it's like action shots of me. Ooh, action shots behind the camera, behind <laughs> you working on your flowers and maybe doing your laptop stuff. Maybe you should like act like you're like, like the juggle. Act like I'm like, like, like. You know, you know like. those old, uh, I don't think pictures where they have like the crazy college professor or something where they're kind of juggling like the laptop and the no. and the chalkboard at the same time. You're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing. You know, what are you even talking about? Yeah, right you'll now, figure it out. You know, weirdo. yeah, no. well, it'll be like a fun shot, like you juggling the laptop and you juggling like flowers or something, you know. Yeah, juggling is probably not the right image that people want to see their wedding planner doing. <laughs> Calm, professional. Yeah, that's about it. Nice well, aesthetics. But anyways, it's almost my birthday month. So happy end of February to you. I know. February went by so fast. What is up with that? It's almost like as if the month has got short days or something. Or short- you know, it, it really is a short month. No way. Yep. Check it, that out. It really is a short month. Did you know that I have big plans for February 29th? No, what's on the 29th of February? There is no 29th of February. Wait, no, I got on my calendar right here, 29th of February. No, only it's on the, wait, it. There's a 29th on leap year only, right? No, maybe I got the wrong calendar then. Is it leap year? That there's. No, I don't think so. Well, when is leap? No, I think so. I think on a leap year. That was last year we leaped year. I know, remember? but I think that on a leap year is when February 29th happens, right? Yes. I actually have a friend who was born on a leap year No, day. it's funny if you say that. The, uh, the, actually, they're born on the leap year day. Because it only happens every how many years, right? Right, every four. Four years. So in reality, they're only X amount of years old. I know. But really, they aren't or they are. I have a friend that's like 15. <laughs> no way. Well, not even that. Wait, 15 times four? I don't know. She's, yeah, it's That really will pay off more when you're like 60 <laughs> and you say, I'm only like 35. Yeah. Oh, no, 15. That would be what it is. If you're 60, you'd be 15 years old. Whoa. <laughs> I was, we're on a tangent. Anyways. Welcome back to Studio A, and it's A for awesome because we are back in the digs. That's right. You got the whole futon couch set up for you to sit on, your lounge chair. I was going to say, it's not a futon, and then I remembered it is actually a futon, but it's a fancy futon. It is a very fancy futon. But yes, we're back in Studio A, and how was it for you getting everything set back up here? Well, I had to remember how to plug these cords in. I'm like, (laughs) where does this cord go? Where does this go? And how do you... Okay, give me a minute. Let me figure this out. I, and I'm thinking like, oh, wait, backtrack. Wait, I could do this in order. I'm kind of a person that has to do everything like in order. Kind Although of? I, yeah, well, exactly. If things aren't done in order, it just totally throws me off. And so I have you to go back. You wouldn't say. <laughs> I have to go back to the very beginning, like step one. Like an example one. of that sentence right there. 
There you go. See? <laughs> you had to go back to step one. Go ahead. And then once I go to step one, two, three, four, I guess I'm very like systematic that way. I'm like built like a computer, you know? <laughs> That's one way to say it. I'm, <laughs> built I'm, like, I'm like a computer. I'm like a robot. I'm like the Terminator maybe a little bit. Um, I don't know if you're much, if you're like a Terminator. I was thinking more like um, C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. I don't know if I could do a C-3PO uh, impression. I don't know if I can. No, let's not try it. Uh, I, I, I had to hear him say something. Yeah. I might be able to repeat it. but I haven't On heard... a future episode of the Chris and Christine show. I have to show. do some practice, definitely. <laughs> definitely well, you've got sure. your Mickey Mouse voice down pat, so we've got to work on some... Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, this thing is swell. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so creepy. Does it really now? Yeah, it sounds creepy. Oh, well, it depends if you got to add context to it. Like, how do you do it? You add, add context to it? Well, it's like if, uh, say, Mickey Mouse is like, I don't know, um, shopping for lingerie, maybe. It what? Might, it might sound kind of weird. I it, thought you were going to say shopping for laundry. Oh, Why'd oh. you have to go, G- like, PG-13 all of a sudden? Okay. You know Mickey would never be doing or that. Or maybe Mickey Mouse was gambling and he won a big jackpot. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You're such a goofball. Well, thank you. I try, you know. Have you ever tried to like audition for Disney with your Mickey sound? If like that, your Mickey hey, voice? Who do you think does the Mickey Mouse up at uh, Disneyland? Oh. Oh, hey, hey now. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Disneyland today, when I was driving back from LA from uh, my meetings with my clients for the first time ever, I saw a semi truck. It was bright yellow and it said Disneyland Resort in the whole trailer. It had like those roll down canvassy sides and it was like Avengers Campus. But it was like a big truck like you drive. You should drive truck for Disneyland Resort. Okay. First off, was yours on a bus? Like a tour no, bus? No, 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 no. It was a yellow cabbed semi truck. I almost took a picture. And then it was like, it had a trailer on the back with like the roll down sides. You know, like you have like the clothy kind of canvassy sides that they yes, can roll yeah, down. Yeah. But the whole thing was printed with Avengers Campus. But then it was bright yellow and it said Disneyland Resort on the truck. And mm-hmm. I was like... You should go truck for Disneyland. Oh, well, they might. They're probably bringing in parts and supplies for their Disney. And it's probably like top secret. Yeah, the new ride, the new Avengers Mm -hmm. ride or. But it was an actual Disneyland resort truck. It wasn't like. I've never seen those. Me either. That's why I was like. And it was bright yellow. Like I'm talking Pittsburgh Steelers yellow. Maybe the guy really likes Disneyland. The owner, maybe? He's like, I'm a no, Disneyland it fan. Said, no, it said Disneyland Resort. And then the trailer had all of the graphics and stuff on it. And I thought that was so cool. And I thought, I wonder if they really do hire drivers. I wouldn't want you to drive all the way up to Anaheim to go and work for Disneyland. Oh, I'm sure that guy drives across country. I know, it's right? Not, it's not just around the corner. I know. I was going to ask you, did you ever happen to notice when the guy had his arm at the window, you saw the I heart Mickey Mouse the tattoo across his forearm? No. All I saw was, I am the real Buzz Lightyear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely. To infinity and beyond? To, yep, to infinity and beyond. That's what his license plate said? Yeah. <gasps> Do you know what, though? Um, speaking of Buzz Lightyear, did you know that there's a new Buzz Lightyear movie coming out from Disney? Yeah, I uh, saw a preview of it. Was it last year or the year before last? And they had like, it's like, try to get that really more realistic, photorealistic animation right. to the character. It's not this cartoony looking uh, toy. Right. It's more like a real person. Yeah. At first, I almost thought it was going to be a live action movie when you start watching it. And I'm like, no, that's a cartoon. But man, that's real looking. Well, remember uh, some of those new Disney Pixar movies like uh, Coco and uh, what was the other one I just saw? Encanto is that the new one? Yeah, but I haven't seen it though. But yeah, I, know, I haven't seen you mean. I know how they get really photorealistic these days, and they're trying to go for that realism stuff, which is kind of cool, I guess. I mean, I always like that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of liking stuff, what did you like about your week this week, Chris? Well, the good things about my week is that uh, on my other podcast, Podtastic Audio, you can find that on the old interweb. Clickety clickety click click at pod <laughs> podpage <laughs> slash podtastic dash audio. You said clickety. Click, click, click too many times. You almost forgot your website, dude. Well, that's what happens when you're on the web search. I know. I mean, it's, when you, it's what happens when you're a big deal. Yeah, no, you're, you're a big deal. I know. Look up Podtastic Audio. You'll find it. Google it. Whatever. But okay. Anyway, well, what happened on Podtastic Audio this so week? I have. I always try to release an episode every single week if possible. Now, it doesn't always happen, you know, but if possible, I can. I like to try, try to pull something up. So I had an interview scheduled last week on Thursday. Was it Thursday or Wednesday? I don't know. But regardless, you had an interview. So I wanted to make sure I had the interview saved, recorded, saved, and edited before I released it for last week. So instead of having just jump into a regular episode, I was planning on using the interview mm-hmm. I had already booked. So interview came on. The girls were a little bit late. Oh, they weren't late. Girls are ladies. 
Oh, I'm sorry, lady. I had two ladies on okay, the show from you. another podcast. They do a podcast about movies. The funny thing is, these two girls, the, ladies. I'm sorry, ladies. They both used to work at Blockbuster Video back in the day, back back in the 90s. Oh, you know what? I heard them say that because I was listening to your episode this week, and you were asking them about like Hollywood Video versus Blockbuster. Yeah, well, I was wondering if they're. <laughs> I was trying to get them to say like they were like, like you know, enemies. You know, like <laughs> like they were like. They're like, what do you call? They have a beef with each other, you know, the oh, different the blockbuster yeah. employees versus the Hollywood mm-hmm. video employees. You Who know? had the cheaper late fees? <laughs> I don't even remember that stuff. But they both used to work there uh, back in the '90s, uh, early 2000s. So they decided to create a podcast based around those movies that they used to, you know, uh, be the video store clerks for. One of them actually was a manager at one point, or assistant manager. And uh, yeah, they work there. And, so they totally talk about like all of the 90s and early 2000s movies. Yeah, it's kind of like their wheelhouse. It's, it's kind of nice. And they also talked a little bit about, about because one of them used to work in marketing. So I asked her about marketing for the podcast. Did you learn any tips or tricks? And she said, yeah, obviously. And the other one worked in uh, video editing and mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff. So she knew how to do some editing stuff. So the, between the two of them, they were able to pull it off. And mm-hmm. they don't live together or in the same state. Right. One lives in Texas. Other one lives in Florida. So they oh, do, wow. Yeah, you're having via the Zoom. You're like, they're running that Zoom train. Yeah, the Zoom. Yeah, the Zoom. <laughs> you like an old man. The, the Zoom. They, they did it via the Zoom. <laughs> the Zoom. <laughs> you know, sounds, that Zoom should be like a new uh, energy drink, really. You should call it the Zoom. Oh, Zoomies. Yeah, we say that Clover has the Zoomies. But so that was the only interview you did? I thought that you did something yesterday, too. Yeah, being that Saturday, I actually had another interview booked on Saturday. I had her come on. She was a little bit late, but she I texted her and she was, oh, oh don't worry. I'm just running a little late. No big deal. I'll be right there. Because I was getting kind of worried. We've had no shows on, right. on this show. And I told her, like, not that I don't trust you or anything like that. Just that we've had people, like, book and then they don't show and they can't get a hold of me. Text yeah, them. and they They're, never text you back or anything. Yeah, it was just a total ghost. And it's I, like worse than go- ghosting for dating. Well, I, I explained to her that we are both very busy. You're very busy with your business and your stuff. And I'm busy with my stuff. And to have time to actually have a guest come even on here, it's like a, a miracle of the stars aligning. <laughs> so when they do align and we're able to book a, an hour to do an interview, it it takes a lot of energy and, and you know focus and a right. lot of scheduling on our part. So if the guest decides not to even show up, right, it's like a big slap in the face. So, yeah, but she did show up. Yeah, she did. Show, and I how'd thought, it go? It went great. She was an author and she's something called a beta reader. Now I asked what I asked her. I heard a beta fish before. I just is it kind of like that? No, it's a beta reader. Now what a beta reader does is they actually they read the story of an author before it kind of goes through the publishing process. So like before it goes to the publisher. Yeah. For them to do the final, final edit and all that stuff, it goes to a beta reader. Isn't that an editor? No, it's before the editor pro it's like in the chain of events. Oh, I've never even heard of that. So she must read a lot of crappy stuff. Yeah, but, she, but, <laughs> but also she gives um, revises and uh, she'll like tell the author like uh, change this character's dynamic or this. She'll give mm-hmm. more. I think the editor may just kind of go with like flow and grammar. I think she also does a little bit of that stuff, but a little more in depth of the storytelling oh, okay. process and things like that. So That's really cool. How'd you meet up with her? Uh, oh, actually a friend of mine on another podcaster actually sent me an email and suggested that uh, she come on the show because he listens to my podcast and uh, he came on a podcast. And so he's also, he's also an author too. So I guess they're in the author club. That's really awesome. That's really cool that you were able to interview somebody like that. Did you learn anything? Yeah, I learned a lot, you know, and she learned a lot too. And she's just funny because she said she was taking down notes of things I was suggesting and all this (laughs) stuff. And we talked for a little bit longer than we probably should have. Uh, I know. (laughs) Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. Chris and I had coffee yesterday morning and... We, we were talking about how busy our schedules have been because I've been traveling a lot for work and have had a lot of weddings. And, you know, it used to be, Chris, that you didn't mind that I was gone so much. And my love language has always been quality time. But you've been the one lately that's been like craving more quality time together. Yes, right? I have. Yeah. I, you know, I, yep. I missed you so much this week. I well, think with working and you being gone for the weekend and everything. Well, yes. So, you know, somebody's got to earn the money. You know, I got to wear the pants of the family what? over here. <laughs> Just joking. That wasn't very nice. I'm sorry. So I was, you know, we were sitting and having coffee together, everybody. And then uh, we were talking about, you know, making it a point to spend time together. So... 
I cleared my schedule for the rest of the day to be home and to be present for my wonderful husband. And then what does he go and do? Spends three and a half hours podcasting. Oh, his interview didn't just go for an hour. He was behind closed doors for almost two hours and then editing it. So much so that I fell asleep on the couch in the sitting room with my computer waiting for him to get done. By the time that he comes out of the office and emerges from there, it's dark. Nobody's fed because I. he said he was going to be in charge of food. And then he's like, okay, I got his reservations. They're in two hours. Well, I got what his reservations. What time were our reservations? restaurant in town. And what time were our reservations? Uh, eight o'clock. Yes. <sighs> so our day together ended up being coffee in the morning and then a dinner at eight o'clock when everybody was tired. That's right. And here we are, here we are podcasting in the Studio A. It's a full circle. Circle yeah, of life, baby. I guess so. But yeah, I'm, we've both been super busy. And so you know, I'm grateful that we were able to still make time to put this episode together today. And I know that it's a little bit later than normal in terms of later in the weekend, but really happy that we're going to be able to get this episode out today, right? Absolutely. Put on a happy face. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of that, we have a fantastic guest that is joining us this week. She has some very interesting hobbies and she's going to be back and telling us about that right after this. Hey, thank you so much for being a loyal listener of The Chris and Christine Show. And as that you are a loyal listener, we have a very fun opportunity for you to get involved with the show. Ooh, tell me more. If you like to get exclusive content you can't get anywhere else and to receive free merchandise shipped to you every single month. Ooh, I want that. Then head over to patreon.com slash The Chris and Christine Show. That is patreon.com slash the chris and christine show welcome back everybody and today we are joined by a youtuber who was a single mother i guess she still is and bought a house all by herself check that out please welcome to the show erica wilson well welcome to the show erica hi thank you for having me i'm excited yeah, we're so excited to have you on here. So where in the world are you joining us from today? I am in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it is very chilly today, but was in the 60s yesterday, so it's pretty weird right now. But Do you guys get a lot of <laughs> snow out there or no? Uh, we get a little bit of snow. The last, see here, last week we got, I don't know how many inches, but we got a pretty good, a pretty good amount to keep us from having to drive to work you know we had to work from home and stuff oh but, yeah work from kids home. were out of school <laughs> oh wow see i was always wondering about that now after the pandemic if there's really such a thing as a snow day anymore or if the kids have to like log on and do distance learning from home that's exactly my question why <laughs> didn't they do that but my daughter kind of explained it to me and she said the only time that they do distance learning is if the teachers are able to actually physically go to school uh, and be in the classroom where they have all their resources and everything. So it was, yeah, <laughs> they actually had snow days, three snow days. Oh, wow. Well, so, yeah. if I was a teacher, I just, you know, have a truck deliver snow to my front yard. So I would be able to work <laughs> right. from home. Kids have a few snow days. <laughs> right. We actually do have heat days out here. I remember going to school. Oh. Uh, what? No, yeah, they don't. My, yeah. Well, my high school didn't have air conditioning on like half the classrooms or something. So oh. what they would do if the temperature, they saw the forecast getting to around 90 to 100 degrees, they would do a minimum day schedule. So they cut the classes by like half. So everybody get out here by like one o'clock or two o'clock or whatever, or no, like noon, I guess. You're dating yourself, Chris, because <laughs> now you're like, when I was young, we didn't even have air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that sounds like a pretty good uh, school day to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, Go and so jump what, in the pool afterward. Yeah, definitely. I'd much rather have a, a warm or a heat day than a snow day, I think, because right. there is that option to cool off. <laughs> so we're in, so you're in Tulsa. We know a couple people from Tulsa, actually. I believe Ooh. the great uh, podcaster, Derek Duvall, I heard he's from Tulsa. Yes, he is. And I actually know him. He's a local celebrity. What? No. A local celebrity? No. You, got, you got an inside scoop? What's going on? <laughs> That's awesome. No. We, love, yeah. we love the Derek Duvall show and he actually connected us. So thank you so much for yeah. agreeing to be on our show today. We're really excited to learn more about you. So are you an 
person that's a native to Tulsa? What do we call him? You a Tulsan? A Tulsan? Tulsa? Huh? <laughs> well, uh, I grew up about thirty minutes outside of Tulsa in a town called Claremore, and then probably let's see here, two thousand seven or so, I moved to Tulsa okay. uh, full time. So. Yeah. Now, is Tulsa like a big city like we would imagine like Los Angeles or is it more of a rural metropolitan type of setup? I would say I would say rural. rural. I can't really say that. Yeah, it's like 30 Rock, you know, rural. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, you know, it's a smaller city, I guess you could say, but uh, I'm not, I've never been to Los Angeles and I don't really know a comparison. So have you ever yeah. been out to here to California? I have not. The farthest west I've been is Colorado, but I'm anxious to come and visit and see what it's like. So maybe I can let you guys know and we can meet up in person. Yes, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Well, let me tell you, the Los Angeles is not what you see in the movies. It's not like <laughs> right. the movie Clueless, like everywhere you go. It's what? Not- <laughs> what part of LA are you in, Chris? It's totally like that. Oh, it is. OMG. Rodeo Drive everywhere like you go. OMG. Oh, no, I'm not expecting that. But, you know, but <laughs> No, but it's definitely um, an interesting place to visit. So, yeah, you definitely have to come out for a visit to California. But so you moved from the more suburb areas into the city. And so is it like, can you go through Tulsa and actually find neighborhoods or do people live in all like apartments and condos in Tulsa? Oh, no, there there's housing areas and you know, Tulsa, Tulsa proper, and then Tulsa downtown. So I live in, I guess, what you would call Tulsa proper. We call it Midtown is the area that I uh, live in. But in Claremore, it was, you know, it's it's a small town, but we lived what we would, what I would consider out in the country because <laughs> oh, we didn't okay. have, there weren't very many um, houses at the time whenever I was living, you know, growing up and everything in the area that we lived in. So it was like out of city limits there. So, so you actually grew up in the city of Tulsa? No, she said in no. Claremore. 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 Well, I, so yeah. that's in is that Tulsa, like county. No, it's Rogers County, is what they consider. Okay, like Will so, Rogers. Uh, if you guys ever so heard lost, of Will Rogers, know. yeah, yeah. Chris is like he's like trying his geography, <laughs> yeah. inventing new counties. Tulsa County. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that? it's northeast know. of Tulsa. Well, I'll say that. So okay. <laughs> Wait, is that closer to Texas or the other way around? <laughs> No, Texas is below you, right? Yeah, Texas is way below us. This okay. is what I deal with over yes. here. Do you guys have to run to the, the Texas border to get like booze and stuff? Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you would think you think we would because we were in sort of like dry county, but now we can order beer to go and stuff like that. So Wait, not lived- not. Not in dry. It used to be a dry county, like a dry state. I guess what? you could say, state but, is, I think, but too. not not whenever, not in my days. But oh. you know, <laughs> I thought you were saying like now. I was like, I didn't know that type no, of stuff still no. happened, and that people would choose to live there. That's, yeah, no. that's crazy. But, but they've changed their laws in the past few years to where we can, you know, like order to go stuff, like to go beer and alcohol and. Mm-hmm. Actually, have cold, buy cold beer in liquor stores and at oh, breweries and stuff like that. Well, so you weren't re- weren't able to do that before. Back in the day, <laughs> well, in the last three years, yeah, three oh. or four years, something oh, like that. Oh, it's that so, recent. Yeah, that part of it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, and allowing children to go to breweries with us, you know, really children like drink so. beer in Tulsa now. <laughs> Check that. What's the age limit? Twelve. Or is, yeah. that, is that like England I'm thinking of? Or maybe it's uh, Europe. Somewhere in Europe, I heard kids can drink it like super young. It's like 16. In France, maybe? Yeah, 16. As long as you have a, an adult with you, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Or not a big brother? 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so switching gears from being an Oklahoma, is it an Oklahoman? An Oklahoman? No, they're Okies. Okie. They're Okies. Oh, See, I thought that that I was that. like, I thought that was a stereotype that you weren't supposed to say it. All right. Oh, so that's funny that you said that because I had a friend that was from India and he was like, oh, you're just an Okie. And, I, and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Did I offend you? And I was like, no, that's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, so living in Oklahoma and being an Okie, we saw in your bio that you've been a single mom from a pretty young age. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, actually, I, I'm i sorry. I must have written that incorrectly, but I actually, I was about 25 when I had my daughter and she, about two years old is whenever I got the divorce oh. um, from her dad and when she was two years old. And yeah, just been 
navigating it ever since and doing the best that I can, you know. Yeah, well, we've all been divorced here. I've been divorced, you know, I had kids mm-hmm. and Christine was divorced. She had her son. So we know exactly what that's like to kind of like it's a struggle and into the whole, it's like the world is like, you know, dropped off, you know, and you're trying to figure out what to do next. Right. And yeah. navigating life as a single parent and it looks like a single parent to a teenager is something that I think both Chris and I can relate to. And so I guess my question for you is, what is life like parenting in Oklahoma? Because we know in California, um, there's all different types of complications with raising kids. Is Oklahoma a pretty conservative or a pretty liberal kind of state? Well, I guess there's maybe two sides to that coin because it's pretty conservative. You know, I mean, we're a red state, but there are you know, quite a few people that are pretty relaxed with that, that they're not too uptight about (laughs) some, some things, you know, and it's, I feel like it's getting a little better as well, but yeah, with, with raising her and bringing her up, I was able to find a good community of people just to kind of rally with me, you know, so I've definitely haven't done it. I've done it on my own, but I've had lots of friends that are very generous with their time and help and, you know, Helping me with my mental stability too, right. just keeping me sane right. <laughs> with everyday uh, life, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because I think that, you know, there's a lot of individuals that are struggling with navigating being a single parent. And what, that's one of the things that people don't talk about very often is how do you find time as a single parent to take care of yourself and your mental well being? So, is there anything in your life that you've done that has helped you, like, practice self-care or meditation, or I know some people do like outdoors types of activities. Yeah. You know, whenever kind of like early on, I did a lot of like 5k running and like half marathons, did things like that. I also take pictures, uh, photography and oh, things. Wow. Really? And then digital yeah. or regular photography? Uh, digital. I, I oh. wish regular. I wish I had a dark room. That would oh, be so okay, amazing. Okay. Is, is there really a difference <laughs> between the two? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's more organic to do it, you know, I guess with a film, right. but, but the good part with having it digital, I mean, you can, you have instant, you know, you can see everything, right. Um, and you can what you've done or like it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And edit. <laughs> how, yeah. How, how big, now what I was always wondering about this photography, especially digital, digital photography. At what point does the megapixels in the camera really like make a difference? You know, what's the sweet spot you think, do you know? Oh man, I don't know. I'm probably the wrong person. I'm very. <laughs> she likes to enjoy the hobby of photography yeah. more than the technicality of it. All right, just, f- yeah. trying, just f- figuring it out. I remember back in back in my day, like you got a three megapixel camera, you were like the bomb. Wow, three megapixel, check you out, hot stuff. Oh yeah, You're so same funny. thing with these phones. I just got a new iPhone, and I'm like blown away by the clarity of everything. Oh yeah, with definitely. It. So it's amazing. So in addition um, to photography, I think I saw a little birdie told me that you do some <laughs> outdoor fun stuff that helps soothe your soul. What is that fun hobby that you have? Yeah, I totally buried the lead. We got distracted by the whole camera thing. <laughs> Sorry I do that. But, <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, so I have a garden that I, when we moved into this house, well, to kind of go back from the time that I, I got the divorce, I stayed with my parents, which they, they've helped me out immensely also, my family and my brother and every, my little brother and everything, but stayed with them for a little while because you got to get back on your feet and everything. Right. And then got an apartment. So we lived in an apartment until... 2019 and I when I finally was able to buy a house and now I'm just I've always wanted to start a garden and I did that pretty much you know the next season that I could and so I've been doing that and it's been helping quite a bit kind of turned into craziness uh, and then I started an Instagram page for it what? taking pictures and doing all the stuff and then and then I decided to go ahead and do a YouTube channel um, Fantastic! I'm doing some videos with that. Now I know so. that if you had an apartment, did you have any space at the apartment to actually do any kind of gardening, like any like a small flower bed, something super simple, simple and small at all? 
No, I couldn't do any of that stuff. There was a point where we had had new management and the lady said, well, you can try it. But in this little area that was all just dirt, no grass would grow or anything like that. But there were other like young children there and they would dig and do things and kind of mess it up. So it was kind of like, Oh, was it a community area? Not really like your area, but okay. Shared area. So I guess when you buy your first house, it was your first house, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, that's a quite an accomplishment. You well, know. congratulations as a single parent saving up to be able to purchase a home. We know what a big deal that is. I know that Chris has walked that journey himself. And so yeah. when you were looking for a house was because you weren't able to have space at your apartment was having a yard really important to you? Yes, very important. And even though Audrey's, you know, she's 17, she's still like at the time, you know, she was 15, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she still loved to run around. And the minute I knew the first thing whenever I bought this house, because I surprised her with it. Oh, wow. (laughs) So she didn't know nothing was going on at all. She she kind of suspected a few things in her the story is she told her friends, my mom's, I really think my mom's buying a house <laughs> because, because <laughs> I was like stressing over all this stuff. I mean, it had been, we had been looking from November of 2018 until um, I bought the house in May or it was like the end of April of 2019. Uh-huh. And, but I knew that if I got a big yard, Audrey's first thing would be she would do a couple laps around it because she just loves space, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, sure enough, space. she did that. Yeah. Now, a lot of the houses out there, I, I, I don't know, we're not from um, Oklahoma, but do a lot of the uh, houses have big yards, big lots? Most for those uh, part. I wouldn't say big, but it's a good good amount. And I looked it up, and I have and I have point two one of an acre. Point so, so, it's, big, so it's more than two, more than. So, no, 0.2. 0.2. Yeah, okay. So it's like a, just about a quarter of an acre. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good so, amount of space for is you it, two yeah. ladies. Is it a yeah. usable lot? Like, is it uh, not like a lot of rock or sand or anything? Like, it's like all uh, good soil and stuff? It's pretty good soil. It, it has a little clay in it, but not too bad. It's, you know, it, okay. things grow pretty well. And, you know, I'll bring in topsoil and compost and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Okay. So it. if you're going to start a garden, if you're going to start a garden anywhere, What's like the first thing you got to do? Well, I'm not an expert, but what I, what I do is I like find the space, till it up a little bit. And then the ones that I've been working with is I have raised beds. And then I also have some container, you know, do some container gardening mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But mostly the raised beds. And so we tilled up the grass and everything and built raised beds with timbers and then filled it up the rest of it, you know, with topsoil and a mixture of compost as well oh that's and then compost. Just kinda, yeah is that like this cow uh, manure <laughs> oh, oh okay so you don't do like eggshells or crazy stuff like that well we have done a little bit of that but you know sometimes they there's some old wives tales where you break an egg you know when you plant like a tomato or a tree or something right you grow, so grow a chicken did, you're right yeah exactly <laughs> chicken tomato Oh, size size story. I want to. I'm you know think I it'd be cool to have little chickens. But I, there's like a little joke that I have with my daughter that I always say that I would love to have buffalo chickens because I think that the eggs would taste really good. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know why I crack myself up with these stupid <laughs> buffalo. chickens. They're not real, you know. Right. Obviously, well, you, you guys have the buffalo room. chicken. You could have chickens out there, yeah, right? Yeah, but there's no yeah, such thing totally. as buffalo chicken. They're yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you go and get buffalo chicken wings, oh my gosh, yeah. that's where the wings come from. Yeah. So buffalo, buffalo wings, chicken right? wings would be so pretty, <laughs> yes. uh, and they'd be just homegrown and organic. But yeah, I could have chickens, you know. But I'm playing around with the idea of that. My daughter keeps telling me no, but <laughs> one day maybe. Well, and like I heard a they're little smelly. Goat. I heard. Well, yeah, they are. And yeah, the, and they it's a, it's a job. You know, it, it would is. be a job. It's not, not just a pet. It's a job. Well, congratulations, yeah. Chris. Our shipment of 20 baby chicks is coming in tomorrow. <laughs> what? Yes. yes. Clover's going to be I- too happy. <laughs> Clover's <laughs> our dog. <laughs> so, uh, Erica, though, I was a- ask you, when you're looking at houses through the middle of winter, was there was it difficult to figure out what places were best for growing a garden? Because you, you're covered in snow at the time you look at these houses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, a lot of it, you know, it was just dead uh 
things were just dead, you know, like grass and stuff like that. But I mean, it wasn't, it's not snowing every day or anything like that. It's well, probably know, but maybe three or four times in the, <laughs> in the I'm winter just saying season. Like, like saying if, gar- if garden, if ha- having a house with a garden is like a priority to you, mm-hmm. um, I would think that like when you see the ground, it's not, you know, ideal conditions for a garden at the time you're looking at the house. Does it make a difference from this house or that house when you're looking at places? Yeah, I mean, I guess it did. My my biggest thing was I just wanted space back there and, you know. Right. Yeah, a lot of people do that. They'll say they want either yard or they want bigger house. It seems like most times you can't have both. <laughs> you know? Right, that's exactly right. Now, I mean, I looked for a lot of houses or looked at a lot of houses with three bedrooms because I really wanted Audrey and I to have – well, Audrey wanted a library, you know, and stuff. So, But we ended up with one with just two bedrooms. But it's just – it's fine. We love it. So speaking of your garden, I know you mentioned that you're just kind of emerging in your expertise around gardening. What types of produce do you cultivate? So I, the last couple of years I've done okra, which uh, a friend of mine recommended I started it from seed. And I was always kind of against using seeds starting from seed because I was always like, what are you, 80? You know, (laughs) kind of jealous because of the, you know, they have time to do it and you know, typically they're green thumbs if they can do it from seed. What but, is but, okra? What are you talking what? about right now, Chris? What's okra? Is that like a I know orca? Is no, like a whale. You've never had okra, and you've never had fried okra. I don't know what okra even is. What? Or pickled okra? What that, are you it, telling is me? Is it a right pickle? Now? What is it? No. Oh my goodness. Okay, you're Christine, you have to, Erica, you have to explain it to him. Is it a fruit? So, is it a vegetable? It's, it's all, a little vegetable. It's a little, no, it's let's see. What, Compared maybe to an like, asparagus, what would you say? Yeah, probably the length of it, but maybe like a little wider. Yeah, it's a little bit thicker. They're like they have like little hats, you know. Oh, you wear and okra they're like hats? pointy on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send you guys a picture of my yeah. okra. Okay, okay. Well, so so how do you serve it? Like, what do you do? You, you sprinkle it on your toast or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no, you're just being silly. There's- I know. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. So you help can, me out here. You can pickle it. You can fry yeah. it. My favorite is fried okra. When I lived in the Midwest and I went to school in Missouri, there was this great restaurant that we went to. And they had the best fried okra. And it was just like, it's like little tiny, I don't know how you would explain it. Like, do you know the little ice that you can get from like Sonic that looks like a little soda can? No. Okay. Well, just, <laughs> it's like a little round, kind of like a little. Yeah, they slice it. They and slice it like when you cut it. up asparagus, yeah. but you fry yeah. oh, okay, it in a little okay. bread it, and it's okay. so yeah. good. Okay, a little like yeah. one inch little chunks. Yes, basically it's like fried zucchini, but okay. in smaller chunks, and then you dip it in ranch, and it's so delicious. Is that the texture <laughs> of a of zucchini? Um, it, it's a no, little firmer, kind of fuzzy, yeah, and they're fuzzy oh, they're sometimes. Fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Like kumquat kind of, or yeah. something. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> You're just pulling fuzzy. it all out right now. Uh, but also, too, I eat them raw. Like, see, sometimes we'll pick them, and I will just eat them raw. The okies eat them good. raw, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okies eat okra, okira. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but you I grow d- okra? Mm-hmm. And some some beans. I didn't do too many this year because for some reason it was really damp at the beginning of the year or last year, I guess you could say. Damp. So it kind of – they just were susceptible to um, leaf disease and stuff. Mm-hmm. And leaf the slugs – well, the slugs really got them. <laughs> and Bean, so I was trying okay. fighting those. Now, can't beans grow in like in anywhere? Isn't like the thing about beans they grow That's like what I thought, but – I mean, they grew, the plants grew, but they were very stunted on growing any kind Wait, of produce. Are, of beans, are beans like potatoes, are they underground or are they above ground? I don't no, know. they grow above ground. Oh, they do? Uh, I think peanuts grow underground, don't they? I think hey, so. Hey, I'm not the expert here. You are, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you say beans, are you talking like green uh, beans and lima beans yeah. or pinto beans and kidney beans? and Refried beans. So, <laughs> yeah. So... I grew I grew green beans. I did get find some soybeans. Like already started a soybeans mm-hmm. hardware stores, and I grew them. But we didn't. There wasn't enough. I I didn't grow enough plants of it to actually have like enough to do my soy. Like you know how you'd have edamame or something. And, and yeah, I, and then I've wondered oh, ahead, about sorry. growing beans though. Like when you look at a can of like pinto beans or kidney beans, I always wonder how many plants does it take to make like one dinner's worth of green beans like is it one or two plants you can harvest enough for like a family of four to eat off of or do you have to get like 20 plants oh no you don't have 
you don't have to do that. Once they're in their height of the season, like the year before last, I planted, I think probably six green bean plants and I was giving them away. I was freezing them. So, I mean, you could easily have, you know, fed your family several loads of times with that, like a family of four. Really? There's two of us, you know. Yeah. But yeah, okay, we, okay. we had a ton of them. But. Do, you, do you have any other vegetables you grow? Yeah, I grow uh, tomatoes and peppers, and I've tried cucumbers both time, both years. I'm not giving up, but they get what they call powdery mildew uh, from the humidity that and moisture. Tasty. And everything. Powdery so, mildew. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> these the stupid leaves, and then and then once you get that under control, these little squash or uh, cucumber beetles and stuff like that come and. Or I think it was vine borers this year that kind of knocked him out. But what vine borers? It's don't just you have crazy. To have, like that crazy like net thing goes over him, or is that a greenhouse I'm thinking of? Or you know what I'm saying? Uh, like a, a covering like like a shed or something? I thought you were gonna say a cocoon. <laughs> a cocoon. Uh, no, like a shed a for, your, for your garden or something. What's it called? Like a, a greenhouse? A, a hot house? Hot house? No, greenhouse. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to think. Like a high tunnel? Is that what you mean? Uh, don't they have like like mosquito nets, but for your like your garden? Well, you do have you can get nets and stuff like that to See? cover them, but I don't do that. It's I mean, I haven't done that yet. Does but, it necessary though, or is it like a fad? Um, I think farmers use it to keep their like, especially for really? like cabbages and stuff like that. Farmers cover it, and I've watched. You know, there are other people that I watch on YouTube channels and stuff like that, and they'll cover their stuff to keep the uh, pests away. Oh yeah, for organic farming. Oh, that makes like a that. lot so, of sense. Yeah, and wasn't well, it all organic if it's grown in the ground? <laughs> you would think so, but some, you know, if you use pesticides or something that is not. Oh, so that's the, the qualification from non-organic to organic is just pesticides? Well, I, I'm sure there are more, you know, bullet oh. points to. <laughs> All I ever <laughs> so, know about farming was that I grew at the store. That's I was just going to say, Chris, yeah. you're asking questions and part of me is sitting here <laughs> looking at you across the studio like, is, like, do you really not know this? I guess that that's because yeah. I grew up in a farm town and around agriculture my entire life. And so mm. when you're asking these questions, I'm like, isn't this common sense? But I guess that it's All not. I knew was that the green giant walked by, picked all the produce <laughs> up and put it in a can. He that's just gets up with his little buddy sprout. Yeah. And they just do their thing. You that's know? all I ever knew yeah. about, about farming. Wow. That's yeah. all I got. But you know? And EIIO. That's all I did. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I try not to use any kind of any kind of anything to kill the bugs other than, you know, my hands. It's kind of gross to like pick off bugs and stuff like that. But I do use sometimes like some organic pesticide that is certified organic, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so we bought a house together for the first time. We've only been married for just oh, over good. a year and a half. And so we yeah. three months, four months ago, we moved into this beautiful new house and we have almost a half acre of land and we have this big beautiful hill on the side of our property that is currently barren i mean there's like weeds there you know they grow fine but there's like (laughs) ice plants some like ground cover but i've always wondered for a person like me who kills every plant that she ever touches no yes where would you suggest that i get started to actually start you know seeing if i can keep a couple of plants alive and enjoy some food off of them what would be the entry-level gardening well my um i guess what led me to a couple of help i'm gonna plug arrow garden they're in no way (laughs) sponsoring me or anything (laughs) but there's a thing called arrow garden and what you do is you get these little pods and you put them in there and they just kind of sit in water you know you set the timer it has a light on it so for 16 hours, the light's on and it does its thing. And then eight hours, it turns off. But in those little pods, it has seeds. And you literally just put them in there. You put the um, fertilizer that they provide for you mm-hmm. uh, in there once a month. And it, it'll it alert you when it's time to put the f- fertilizer in. And that's how I got started at the to kind of get my feet wet at the apartments. I was going to say, too, at the apartments, we, t- we did have some potted tomatoes out on the porch, but they always died for whatever Aww. reason, you know. But yeah, but the arrow garden, it really helped get me, you know, kind of ready for all of that. And I still use an arrow garden here and there, especially in the winter. I haven't done it this year. I've been kind of slacking on that. But, Aww, you know, yeah, I was going to ask you. So what time is the best time for you to actually start planting stuff for you guys out there? Like, what is your season? So they, the farmer's almanac predicts 
like around April 15th, April 18th for the last frost Ooh. here. Last year, it ended up being, I think, the 27th of April, and it wiped out a whole bunch of my pepper plants that oh, I had. Wow. <laughs> but so we, I kind of like base it off of that. So it just kind of depends. Right now, I the other day... About a week ago, I started brassicas, like brought some Romanesca broccoli and then cabbages and things like that. And also leeks, onions, some herbs and uh, white sage and stuff like that. So I have those in the little seed seedling trays under some grow lights in my living room. And then here in the next couple of weeks, it'll be time to start tomatoes and things like that. I try to, I try to wait until after Valentine's Day to start mm-hmm. that just because... I don't want them to get too big and have to hang out either in here or now I, I have a greenhouse that I'm, there are some finishing touches that uh, a friend of mine built it for me. And so we have some finishing touches that we need to complete on there, but I can start putting stuff out there here in the next few weeks. So that'll be good. I'll have enough room, but I don't want the tomatoes to get too big and be stunted because they're not able to be up potted or planted in the ground oh, uh, yeah. in time. The stuff. Really so good point. when you do tomatoes, yeah. do you have those wire thingies, like a wire, like cages for them. Oh man. So I have tomato cages that I have used in the past and they work okay, but they just, last year I had this, you know, tomato jungle because these cages, they, you know, knock them down and they, you want to keep them up so they can have proper airflow so this year I'm going to try to get what they call cattle panels. So I can, which is basically like a little fence that you get, you can get and um, set them up to where I can prune my tomatoes and kind of guide them to where they need to go. So they'll have proper airflow and I can go in and harvest them easier as well. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, we have irrigation and everything set up on mm. that side hill. And so I have this vision eventually someday down the line of kind of creating almost like a stair step kind of approach to gardening where it's like, you know, 10 or 20 feet long and you have like a planter and then a little bit further down the hill, you have another planter with something else. So it almost looks like it's kind of built into the hill, but it's yeah. kind of stepping down from each other. And so maybe one day we'll get to that point. But I was going to ask you specifically about how you share all of this information about gardening. You'd mentioned something about YouTube, but what is it that you do to share your process with other people? Yeah, I just, you know, Kind of as I'm going, I'll have topics like the last one was where I, I am starting my seeds and which ones I'm starting and a little bit of why I'm doing, you know, this particular ones that I'm doing. And a lot of times I'm just like, well, it says uh, eight to 12 weeks on there from the frost <laughs> day. So let's just go ahead and try it. I don't believe it, but we'll try it. You know, yeah, <laughs> hopefully fun. they do their thing. But yeah, I just go along with whatever is going on in our, in my garden or in the life of, you know, <laughs> sort of thing. Or right. if there's something I think, well, I probably should talk about that because, you know, I had those questions, those same questions, and I worry about the same things with it, you know. And some of the stuff too, like new vertical, like I have a vertical gardener or gardening system. And so I bought that because I wanted to minimize some of the footprint of uh, the raised beds to where I could still plant loads of things, but have have them all in one spot. So I talked about that and just different various things. So basically categorizing your journey doing the gardening on via YouTube, right? Yeah. So what is that YouTube channel exactly. called, by the way? <laughs> it's called Monchardon Oquan. Good insight. Uh, so, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, what does that uh, mean, though? So it's French for my garden on the corner as uh, my house is situated on the corner. So I thought it would be a good name. And I have a love for the French language. So I had to do that. But, but yeah. And my Instagram is also named that as well. Oh, that's so fun. Well, so does your daughter get involved with the gardening with you? Yeah, she does sometimes. It's kind of hit or miss if she's busy with school or something like that. But she really enjoys leeks. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, what? Leeks. Like, I don't, we don't like leaks in this house. L-E-K-S. Yes. Yes. Water leaks. <laughs> water leaks, yeah. I remember you're yeah, hearing so, about that. Yeah. So what, what is a leak other than so, a water leak? That's all I know. <laughs> so it's in the Allium family, which is like onions and garlic and things like that. But 
it's typically in a leek and potato soup and stuff okay. like that. It's real savory and she she really likes to make leek and potato soup. She'll she actually grew a couple of potatoes last year as well and we ended up you know, having to buy a bag of potatoes and she incorporated it. And she was like, I'm, I grew and made this. It was so <laughs> awesome. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I have to ask you this question. Do you and your daughter watch Netflix? <laughs> yes. Okay. Have you seen the show Emily in Paris? Yes. Where they said, do not <laughs> do the leak of potato soup. Yeah, yes. it's, the, it's about <laughs> the leak. It's not about the potato. Yes. Why does it always have to be about the potato? It was cracking I, I, up. Oh, you guys are going right over my head. Yeah. It was this, yes. uh, it's this show called Emily in Paris, Chris, and they were trying to uh, rebrand the leak as being this like <laughs> exotic, like diet food for people. And oh, they were like a keto diet. And, yeah. yeah. And kind of, yeah, the, the, the marketing diet. person was like, yeah. And you know, we can do a leek and potato soup. And then the guy that is in charge of the like leek growing or whatever, he was like, no, enough with the potatoes. And it was like this whole ongoing thing where he just wanted the leeks to be promoted. So you made me think about that. That's so yeah. funny. Cause you don't hear about people saying very often that like they love leeks. <laughs> yeah. She's she's wacky about it, but yeah, it's pretty funny. So I started some of those and we have we have them growing. She's pretty excited to see them popping up and everything. That's awesome. Well, I see that you also have a bachelor's in marketing. So do you think that your background in marketing is something that's helped you to really think about promoting your garden and trying to build awareness around gardening? Maybe a little bit. I, I received my bachelor's in marketing in 2020. So I was a non-traditional student and I haven't had the opportunity to, you know, put it into practice. So this is kind of my way of, you know, on the side kind of strengthening those muscles and mm -hmm. trying to uh, figure things out with it and just keep going with that. I actually started a TikTok also. Look at you. <laughs> not, I have it. like three posts on there, two posts, something <laughs> oh, like that. Okay, but, okay. but I'm like, okay. Are they funny? Just, the first ones. Uh, yeah, they're actually kind of funny. Silly, okay. I guess. I think more, that's so. traction is the whole funny is what people like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can never figure out how to break the algorithms for TikTok and Instagram. I'm constantly trying You're to You're doing come a up. fantastic job, man. No, yeah. but I'm not getting that many people like watching my... I only had like 500 views on my only. reel yesterday. Only. No, but like in the world of like Instagram, four. that's like <laughs> nothing. But I think of like TikTok, I haven't even ventured into that. I mean, I've, I look at the app and... You know, I know that there's people that are doing great stuff on there, but for me, I'm just like, it's oh. a lot of work, though. Seriously, some, some it of those, is. Some of those TikTokers, totally. you call them TikTokers, TikToks, whatever yeah, TikTokers. they are, whatever they are, they they put a lot of thought and effort in video and production oh, yeah. and, and, really and timing do. and music and it's a, it's a full on like a music video production. It probably takes some weeks to figure that out. Yeah, you know? one of my friends, yeah. she's a bridal hairstylist, and she posts very consistently. And finally, one of her TikTok videos went viral overnight. She just like woke up the next morning oh, wow. and it had gone like, I don't know, like over a million views. And so now she's at the point she has enough followers where she can monetize her videos. And Whoa. it was like, oh, nice. Yeah, but she just had to be really consistent. And so I don't know, like Instagram is enough for me. I yeah. know I should be venturing into TikTok, but I just think it would just take too much time. So what, it all takes time, really. Right. So yeah, what do really you post does. about on TikTok as it relates to your mostly, you know, the plants? There was one, the first TikTok that I did, and I shared it on Instagram as well. But it was I had a dead plant, and so I played that uh, One Republic song. It's it's too late or oh, apologize, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> and so was, I just kind of like lip sync part of the verse and then whenever he goes to the it's too late you know yeah i leaned over and showed the plant you know <laughs> and so Aww. i was like oh well but just the stuff that i post on instagram it it's i try to do it daily but it's been difficult oh, in the hard. winter time you know yeah. well in the winter time there's not really anything going well, on that's very true so what do you so, guys do as you gardeners know, in the winter time prep just oh, okay. <laughs> buy loads and loads of seeds oh, you can? and just they don't go bad Oh, no. So that's all, you know, on the back of it, it'll say this is for it's packed for say it's say it's packed for December of, tw you know, 21 or the season spring season for 22. As long as you keep them in a cool, dry place, they'll be totally fine. And there are people who have seeds for years and years and years. The germination rate might go down a little bit, but as long as you take care of them and keep them dry and in a cool place, they, they should be all right. Okay, I have a very important question for you. It's something that I have never 
been able to wrap my head around. So okay. there are, and I know that you're a vegetable and a gardening kind you of person. You a vegetable. That's like, no, nice. a vegetable <laughs> gardening person. But I know that, so you talked about seeds, but I know mm-hmm. that you can also, well, for flowers, you can plant bulbs and Mm -hmm. grow things. But I've also heard that you can plant pieces of certain types of vegetables and that kind of functions as a seed. Like I heard that I could be wrong, that you could plant a potato and from it, another potato will grow. Is that true? Yeah. Martian, they did that, right? No, I'm just thinking like these are things I've heard. I heard that maybe you could do it with a carrot too, but can you tell us what types Um, of plants you can plant? From the plant? From the the vegetable. Yeah, so potatoes, absolutely, you can do that. Garlic, so if you have a clove, like say you've left your garlic clove on your counter or something like that, and you'll see it sprouting, or even an onion, you know, that happens with onions also. You could you can plant those and have another, you know, onion or actually full-on garlic bulbs come out. I mean, it takes a little time. Same thing with ginger uh, roots, you can Ooh, do that. Those and are actually, all plants that are underground, right? Like in the yes, dirt. Yes, and I was going to say tomato plants. So. On tomato plants, I don't know if you guys have heard this word before, but there's a thing called a sucker on the no. <laughs> tomato oh, yeah. plants. It's usually when someone so, tries to sell you something that you don't want. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you turn into the sucker. So what it is is on mostly, I mean, I guess it could be on in, on indeterminate or determinate. So indeterminate tomato plants are ones that you, they're basically the ones that vine or for, mm-hmm. you know, lack of a better way to say describe it, they vine. But determinate, they stay, they stay fairly small. I mean, they still get pretty big, but they're more of a bush type thing. Mm-hmm. But the indeterminate specifically are the ones I'm talking about where they have like in the elbow or the little armpit of the plant, there's like another little stalk that'll grow. And oh, what wow. you can do, typically people will prune those off. But if you prune that off, you can either put it in dirt or put it in water and you can grow another plant from that. No uh, way. Yeah. It's a cloning and the plant kind of? Basically, yeah. Or propagating is a term. But same thing with like basil. So if you go to the store and you get the basil in the packages, mint, things like that, you can propagate that. So if you want more, you know, basil, you could just put it in there and ha- let it root out and you have another plant. So it's basically getting a, a plant for free, you know, yeah. <laughs> an extra now, plant. Now you mentioned tomatoes, but so I think of tomatoes and strawberries, like strawberries have seeds on the outside. Tomatoes have seeds mm-hmm. on the inside. Bell peppers have seeds on the inside. If I was, and I, I mean this genuinely, I don't know this. So if I was mm-hmm. to cut open a tomato or a bell pepper or just plant a strawberry, would it grow from that? Or do I need to go and get some type of specialty seeds to make them grow? No, you should be able to grow them. The problem with tomatoes, maybe strawberries, but mainly tomatoes and peppers, I would say, they're nightshades. They What happens with that is when they're pollinated, you could cross-pollinate. Mm-hmm. And so you may not get the, you know, you're getting this tomato and you have it, but it could have been somewhere. If you're getting it from the store and you're doing that, you don't know exactly what tomato it is. So you may not get the same one because it could have been cross-pollinated or something like that. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You can just test it out, I would. But yeah, you can dry those seeds out and or probably you could try planting it. Some people, I've seen weird pictures on some of the Facebook things that I follow for gardeners and stuff like that, where weirdly enough, they cut open a tomato and they open it up and there were like little sprouts coming from the seeds. Creepy. Oh, wow. And it was just like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean, it wouldn't, it may not be the, ta- or taste exactly like the tomato you had because it could have been. What's pro- the point, right? I mean, it tastes like a tomato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but I mean, it would taste like a tomato. It just wouldn't probably okay, okay. be the variety. And just like if you were to go to a farmer's market and you're like, oh, I really like these this tomato, and you save the seeds, and then you planted it. It may not be exactly that, but I mean, it, what's the harm in trying it? I, you had, know? I had no idea. Honestly, I thought it would be the same thing. I thought about you know yeah. planting an apple tree because I love apples so much, <laughs> and my favorite kind of apple is the envy apples. I love those so much, and oh, yeah. um, you know, so well, I'll get the seeds from this and throw them in the backyard. See what happens. Yeah, we totally yeah. should. But you know, talking about cross-pollination, I do have a funny story. So I did try to have a garden one time and I was actually successful. This is, you oh. know, 10 years ago plus. But in my little raised garden bed, 
I think I planted everything slightly too close together and especially the arugula and the jalapenos and they ended up getting cross-pollinated. And so I would pick my arugula thinking I was going to have just like put it in a sandwich or put it in a salad and it ended up being spicy arugula. And no so way. Was, That's something new. Yeah. It was like spicy. It totally tasted like it had jalapeno. And then I realized, oh, it was probably cross-pollinated because it was way too close together. And That's little- it. I'm growing them together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Are you supposed to I grow things it. apart? Like if you grow one plant, like one one vegetable away from the other vegetable? Like I don't know. I wouldn't know this yeah. stuff. Well, there's some – they call them companion planting where you can put things together and you shouldn't do certain things together. But sometimes you you can't help it. You know, you have to do it. But some people recommend putting herbs with tomatoes like basil or something that's strong smelling or like borage, which is an edible flower, but it smells like and tastes like celery weirdly. But they recommend doing that. So kind of ward off the hornworms or some other pests that could come, white flies, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, I, I try to pay attention to a little bit of the which ones I'm not supposed to plant with what, but I don't know. I, I still do it. It's kind of hard because you're like, well, I'm planting this out and I where do I have space that I can put this? Right. So I, put, I did Brussels sprouts with peppers last year and I realized that I wasn't supposed to do that because the uh, Brussels sprouts deplete all of the inner or nutrients from the soil. Like a weed and, or something? A kind of, I guess. Just... I don't know. Yeah. Erica, is it <laughs> Just possible? Like it. Is it possible if you had, say, the climate of San Diego where you're at mm-hmm. right now, would it be possible to grow all of your food? You think? I think so. There are some people that I watch actually that they're in, I believe he's in San Diego and he does all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. What's he his just, name? Let's see. Kevin, I don't know how to say his last name, but he, but the uh, channel is the Epic Gardening. Oh, cool. I follow a guy called, his name is Jared, and it's Jared's Real Mm. Food, and he lives out here in the El Cajon area, and he actually grows so much that he has a fresh grocery delivery service for, like, fresh produce, and so the reason that I know him is because one night he came and delivered to our door thinking that he was delivering to somebody else, and I was like, oh, no, you have the wrong house, but I was like, but who are you? And then I followed him (laughs) on Instagram, and he has this beautiful farm where he's growing lots of different kinds of produce. And I think about that, you know, out where we live in San Diego, because we're on the fringe a little bit, people Mm -hmm. start to have more land. And I even started thinking about this, like, if we wanted to eat more fruits and veggies, why aren't we putting in the work to grow them here on our own land where we have plenty of space? And then on top of it, Chris, we could just, you know, get you a couple chickens and a cow and then we'll call it a day. (laughs) We'll be off the grid completely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So so it's certainly possible, you know, loads of things. I mean, we're we're in Oklahoma where we have the cold weather and I have like a kumquat tree Mm -hmm. and a Meyer lemon and Ooh. some olive trees that I keep, I put them in my garage. I mean, they're in containers mm-hmm. and I put them in my garage in the winter and they're, you know, they don't, they're not exactly crazily, crazy happy, but they, right. you know, they're surviving. They weather the weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just hang in here just a little longer. <laughs> and awesome. Then the bees will be having their fun with you. So. Yeah. Well, so Erica, remind our listeners again where they can find you and follow along on your gardening journey as you do great things. Yeah, thank you. So you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter under Monjardin Oquan, and it's M-O-N-J-A-R-D-I-N-A-U-C-O-I-N. Perfect. And we will definitely put all of that information in our notes from today's show. Any last words that you'd like to leave with our listeners for today? No, just if you, you know, if you're thinking about gardening, just do it. If you, if that's what you want to do and if not, then just watch me and I'll I'll do it for you. You can live vicariously through me. I love that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being on the show, Erica. And best of wishes when it comes to gardening in this spring. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. And good luck if you guys try it. Get in touch with me if you have any questions that I can help you with. So. For sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show. You know, it's so nice to have Erica on the show. And did you know that Erica and uh, Derek Duvall are BFFs? I didn't know that. Over there in Tulsa. 
But I kind of figured that out through the course of the interview. Yeah, that actually, I believe she told me uh, that they met at a bar or festival. That's how they got together. They met up. But I asked Derek, I said, hey, uh, does old uh, Mrs. Duvall get very jealous you talking to different girls on the, at these festivals? Oh, no, we're very tight like that. We're very cool. No, <laughs> I got a lot of friends that are girls, and she's got friends that are guys, and it's all good. Speaking of friends that are girls and friends that are guys, do you get jealous if I have friends that are guys? Not really. <laughs> no, I really don't because I, because like I know that if you can have friends that are uh, guys and I got friends that are girls, then it's okay. But you can't have friends that are girls. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> okay, then. Well, wait, wait a second. If you can, then why can't I? Well, because I am like bulletproof when it comes to being swayed by other people. And you, mister, when you see a pretty lady, wait it's a like, second. you're like an owl. It's like the neck goes 360 <laughs> degrees around. And you're it like, does. are you trying to say that? that um, uh, was it in the restaurant that one night? And you said, you're sure, totally checking her out. I said, no, I was not checking her out. She had tattoos from head to toe. And I was like reading her artwork is what I was doing. <laughs> reading her artwork. <laughs> yeah. wink, wink. I'm just reading her artwork, Christine. Yes, yes, Chris. But she did the tattoos head to toe. Okay. But the point being, I do get jealous. I get very jealous. And I have never been like that in my life before. And I'm secure in our relationship. But with that being said, I still don't like you looking at other girls. What about if other girls call me or text me? Um, I mean, if it's like your secretary at work, that's not a big deal. Or if it's like other podcasters that are asking for your advice, like that's not a big deal. But like ex-girlfriends texting you like that's not necessary what about ex-wives that text okay me? but no we're not going into that nope nope danger danger will robinson so if girls that i'm not dating i mean i'm not dating the girls that i used to you date, better not be dating them <laughs> why in the world see exactly this is why you can't have friends that are girls you're like suddenly i forgot i was married no, I, I think that part of it goes back to having a background of being cheated on Oh, yeah, I get yeah. very, very sensitive to those things. That's why I'm really shocked that you're not like more jealous and territorial. Sometimes I wish you would be. I am, but I have to hold it in, baby. I hold why? my. Why? I think. I- no, you play it too cool, like a cucumber. You're like, I don't care. You can have it, all the guy friends that you want. And I'm like, don't you get jealous? Like, Actually, don't you think that I'm hot enough that they would want me? I do. Yes, yes, and yes. That is very true, babe. But I don't. I think with me, when it comes to jealousy, they never go down this jealousy path on the podcast is that I believe it's when you give me a reason to like any kind of reason to like that's when my wheels start spinning you know well I don't want wheels spinning I just want you to be like don't look at my woman and be like yeah she's with me don't look at her I want you to like pretend fight somebody for me that's so ah, that's a girl's dream like (laughs) (laughs) to fight over you yes to fight over me yeah like to be like my wife is so hot that i'll go to blows with you don't look at my girl oh well yes in my mind i I do yes (laughs) in your mind i do do in your mind you're having a boxing match with the person right i'm I'm, I'm, like doing this whole thing where like in the movies they throw them through the front window (laughs) and like they go flying to the street thank you for that that's what my birthday can you like stage a fight with somebody over me that would be so amazing i would love that so much I know somebody who wants to fight me. It's Mickey Mouse for stealing his voice. Oh. <laughs> Say, you want to go up? Go for a round? Okay. Oh, kick your butt, mister. Hey, give me your voice back. I didn't say that. That's not cool. Hey, okay, okay. I okay. love your podcasting studio, by the way. Okay, enough. Mickey, Mickey, hey, don't hey, mess with my man. Well, what? What's going on here? Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, I, well, I didn't know Matthew McConaughey was here, too. <laughs> See, it gets irritating. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I live with this. I live with this. And he just goes full Mickey mode. Hey, my name's Mickey Mouse. Say, you want to come inside my clubhouse? Well, okay. All that's- right. Okay. It's too much. Chris. No, it's not Okay. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, where can everybody find our podcast and find out more about us, Mickey? Well, you can find it at www.chrisandchristineshow.com. if you can't tell we're a little bit punchy did you notice that was like that awkward pause like who's gonna go next is mickey gonna still show back up no more no more mickey mickey go home (laughs) oh boy oh my gosh i gotta go (laughs) gee goof wanna go for a ride let's get out of here 
All right. Chris, you've had too much fun tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for sticking around with us. And we will be back with you next next week. week.